0: No need to impress, even starters need a rest. Welcome back to The Bench Women's, guys. We got an interesting show for you guys today. We're gonna to be talking about the NBA award race that's going on right now. I'm not gonna to spend too much time on um, certain awards because it's obvious who that award is gonna to go to, so I'm not gonna to spend too much time on it. Uh, you know, we're gonna jump right into the episode. I'm not gonna keep you up, guys. So, first we're gonna talk about the rookie of the year. I feel like the rookie of the year should be Luka Donick, the Wonder Boy. Or oh, I like to call him the White James Harden. Uh, he's been having an outstanding season with the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, he's put the Dallas Mavericks on notice that they're gonna be a problem for future to come with Luka Donick on the team, especially with Kristaps Porzingis coming over uh, next year. Hopefully, he gets healthy, and we'll be able to see you know maybe the next coming of Steve Nash and Dirk Nowinski. 2.0. So we'll definitely look, Uh, definitely want to tune into that uh, next season. But I definitely believe that Rookie of the Year is going to go out to him because he's been having a crazy season. He's been averaging 21 points, 6 rebounds, and 7 assists. He's the first rookie to at least average 20 points, 5 rebounds, and 5 assists in a season. The last players to do it was Tyreek Evans, LeBron James, and Michael Jordan. And that's great company to be in outside of Tyreek Evans. And around the whole landscape of the NBA, uh, Steph Curry, Draymond Green, James Harden, Kevin Durant—the whole league has been taking notice on on Luka Doncic's play and and how he how he's able to take over certain games. I mean, he's hit a, a lot of clutch shots this season, some game winners, and he's he's really put the league on notice. And I believe that the rookie is really going to go out to him. Trey Young comes in at a close second. He did get hot late to try and make it a run for it, but. You know, it's about consistency throughout the whole season. It's a marathon, not a sprint. And Luka Donick, in my opinion, won that marathon. Uh Trey Young averaged 19 points, three rebounds, and eight assists, which is pretty good for a rookie. Uh, but I mean, he did he did play on the Atlanta Hawks, and that team doesn't really have too much offense on that team outside of him and John Collins, maybe Cam Baysmore. Um, so you know, the ball is really going to be in his hands. He has the green light to shoot, as you can, as you know. He hit a game winner earlier this season from like half court. So his green light is really up there. So we'll see as as he develops with time and as that team gets better as well, we'll see if he's able to keep those numbers up there and um, really hone his skills as a, a as an Atlanta Hawk and hone his skills as a point guard in this league. Um, coming in third place, uh, I would say, is uh, DeAndre Ayton. Uh, he averages 16 points and 10 rebounds with one assist. It's not too bad. It's a pretty good rookie season for him. But uh, the Phoenix Suns really struggled this season. One of the worst teams in the league. Um, Not to say, you know, Devin Booker is my favorite player. I'm kind of biased. His team is trash. But DeAndre Ayton, like, uh, his numbers were pretty empty this season. It really didn't have any impact. To me, I feel like sometimes he disappeared on the court as I watched the Phoenix Suns. So... I mean, that award is really going to go to Luka Donnick. That's what I believe. And uh, matter of fact, that's what I know. That's what I know. That's not what I believe. That's what I know. But um, moving right along, we're going to talk about the sixth man of the year. This one is pretty easy, in my opinion. Uh, It's going to go out to Lou Williams. It's probably going to be his third time winning the award. Um, I mean, he's been in... I mean, what can you say? Lou Williams is Lou Williams. (laughs) I mean Drake Drake had a reason for making that song. Booming out something they like Lou. Six men, like Lou with two girls in there get along. Like I'm Lou. Like I'm Lou. That boy goes crazy, man. As you can see, uh the Clippers came back from 31 points down in the playoffs against the Golden State Warriors. That is not easy to do. And it was all because of that man right there. Lou Will just started cooking. Cooking. Like I'm like. I really I really thought I was in a buffet when I was watching that game the way he started cooking. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I mean Chef Curry, I don't even know if, if Chef Curry exists no more the way I seen Lou cooking like that. It was it was ridiculous. Klay Thompson could not guard this man. But you know, definitely the award uh should definitely go out to Lou Williams. Um coming in at, at a good close second, if it wasn't for Louis Will, it would definitely go out to uh Spencer Dinwiddie. He's having an amazing season as well. Uh, as you can see, he's cooking up for uh, Brooklyn. Outside of last game where they did lose, they got spanked last game. But um, outside of uh, outside of that, you know, Spencer Dinwiddie's been having an excellent season. Um, maybe, you know, if, if Lou Will gets a little bit older and shows a little more, more age in his game next season, I, I believe that the six-man of the year would definitely go out to Spencer Dinwiddie. And I'm moving right along. Uh, I'm going to go straight to the defensive play of the year. Defensive play of the year... Should go to Paul George, in my opinion. Um, I don't believe it's going to go to him, though. Uh, I believe it may go to Giannis. Maybe. Maybe Giannis. But it should go to Paul George. He did kind of slack off at that towards the end of the season, but he is injured. I mean, he guards the best player every night. He leads the league in steals. Um, he knows how to get into a, 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 a offensive player's face and, and make them really uncomfortable. And, you know, OKC was one of the best defensive teams before they slid uh, towards the end of the season. And it was all because of Paul George. I believe that uh, although he, he's not really a candidate for the MVP race anymore, I believe that defensive player of the year should really go to Paul George. It, it, he showed a lot of improvement in his game this season, uh, taking control over the Thunder. I believe he's the best player on that team. He makes that team go. Um, yeah, so definitely defensive player of the year should go to Paul George. And uh but I, I believe it, it may it may be go to Giannis. If Giannis doesn't win MVP, he'll definitely win defensive player of the year. But uh I, I definitely believe that uh Paul George deserves defensive player of the year. Uh moving uh, right along, this is this is the second hardest one to decide. Uh his most improved player of the year. Uh I believe I was really sliding towards D'Angelo Russell a lot this season towards being the most improved player of the year but um most improved player it really means most improved player and the most improved player this season is Pascal Siaka. He's I mean I don't even know what to say about this guy. This guy was a nobody. He was a nobody. Last last season you know he showed some type of sparks in his game the season prior to that we didn't know who he was. You know D'Angelo Russell, we always knew that D'Angelo Russell had a lot of potential, that he bec- he could become a star in this league, and that's what he's showing, playing for the Brooklyn Nets. But Pascal Siakam, we didn't know anything about him. Last season, I believe he was averaging 5 to 8 points, and now he's averaging 19, 20 points a game. This this man, is he's really improved his game. I'm not going to say i seen it coming, but I did see him working really hard in the summer. He was playing with Paul George, Westbrook. Um, who else he was playing with? Buddy Hill who's also improved. They were they were all playing in the Rico League, if I'm not um if I'm not mistaken. Not the Rico League, but um I'll get my information. But he was really working out hard this season with the five on fives that they were running with Westbrook, Paul George, Buddy Hill, James Harden and, and all of those people that, that went out there. And Pascal he's he's really putting on a show. I mean he, it, I mean, if, if Kawhi Leonard is to leave the Raptors, they, they would be in trouble, but I believe that Pascal Siakam will be able to take that step into stardom and actually lead that team to the playoffs every season. I don't know if they would be able to go far with uh, you know him and Kyle Lowry, and Kyle Lowry is always shaky, but Pascal Siakam definitely deserves the most improved player of the year, in my opinion. D'Angelo, he did have a... He did improve, but I feel like they just gave him more of a green light once Karis levert went down. And I feel like he took, he took control. Um, he was just able to show his game a little bit more. But um, definitely most improved player goes to Pascal Siakam, in my opinion. Um, and now down to MVP. This is the hardest, man. This is really hard. I'm not even going to lie to you. Uh, this MVP, I believe, should go to James Harden and and it's no slight to Giannis cuz Giannis is having an amazing season man i mean he's one of the he, to me in my opinion this year he's top he's top 2 player in the league right now right now i think the top 3 players in the league right now number 1 is james harden number 2 is giannis antetokounmpo number 3 is kevin durant number 4 lebron james only, LeBron James only comes in that four because the team they didn't make the playoffs. He still has his numbers, but those numbers are not leading to wins like they used to. So, I kind of feel like he fell off a little bit. I mean, next year, I believe they'll, they'll take another step. They'll definitely be in the playoffs next year. I don't see them missing the playoffs at all, but I believe they definitely will make that step. But... James Harden's been having a ridiculous season, man. We haven't seen this since Michael Jordan. Who's the last player to average 35, 36 points in, in a game? Come on. That's that's ridiculous. I know it's not always about the points, but I mean, he he gets the rebounds. He's he's top he's top 5 in assists. This man is is playing ridiculous and his defense has stepped up. Don't let anybody tell you that James Harden doesn't play defense anymore. Because it's not true. His defense has stepped up. I'm not going to say he's a lockdown defender. No, he is not. He still can be lackadaisical on defense sometimes. But James Harden has improved his defense crazy. Way crazier than it was before. Um, It's no slight to Giannis, but I feel like it should go to James Harden because, you know, he had injuries to Chris Paul. He had injuries to uh, Clint Capella. And they lost one of their best defenders in Trevor Ariza. And... He was able to lead that. That team was down in the dirt, man. That team was out the playoffs, and the way he just rose. That team was like tenth, I believe, in, uh, in the playoff standings. And then he rose that team all the way to number three, which is crazy. And um, he took the mantle. He scored thirty plus points a game in thirty games. He, I mean, and he had he. It's it's crazy because he can't take a night off. That's, that's what's crazy to me. That's why I feel like he's really the MVPs because he can't take a night off. He can't. If James Harden scores under twenty points, I feel like e- even if he scores twenty two points, twenty three points, I feel like that team is still gonna lose. But there have been times where you know he scores twenty two and the, the team still wins. You know Chris Paul puts up numbers, Capella puts up numbers. But anytime James Harden scored under twenty points this season, that team lost and he did it 3 times and that's crazy. He only scored under 20 points 3 times this season. Only 3 times out of 82 games. That's ridiculous. That's unheard of. But you know, uh when it come to when it came to Giannis, uh he scored under 20 points at least 7 times this season um and the team won with him scoring um, under 20 points. So I feel like although Giannis can have an off night, his team will still be able to win certain games. You know, he still has another all-star on his team in Chris Middleton. He still has uh, a Brook Lopez on his team. He still has a Brogdon on his team. He still has a Bledsoe on his team. He still he still has a lot of players that can step up on nightly basis to help him if he is to, you know, slack off a little bit in the points category. And I know people are going to say, well, Giannis plays way better defense than James Harden. Yes, that is true. He does play way better defense than James Harden. But you got to remember also about the bucks They like to put Giannis on the worst offensive player on the court so that it allows him to roam. It allows him to roam the court and get those help blocks, get those steals, get those great defensive stops that we see Giannis has. So that's no slight to him, but you know that that great defense, it it it, it helps his case, but then you got to look at it as well. Look at Stephen Curry when he won it against LeBron James. LeBron James was playing defense that season, but Stephen Curry still beat him out. It's just because that offense that he 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 had, that the way he changed the game, that he brought to the table, it just overlaps his his defensive liability. So. You know, Stephen Curry beat out LeBron James twice. No, he beat out LeBron James once, and then the second time he beat out James Harden. And uh, another case for that is um, when Steve Nash won MVP back to back. I mean, he beat out Shaq one year. He doesn't play better defense than Shaq. Steve Nash was a liability on defense; they had to hide him all the time, and he still won MVP. So the defensive side of the ball, of course, it comes into the play. But I'm I'm just saying, you know, a lot. There's a lot of players who've who've won. Because of their offense and because of what they brought to the game and James Harden is the most valuable player in my opinion this season. And um Giannis man, I I feel like he's gonna get it anyway. Because this day in the league, they don't they don't like to give back-to-back MVPs anymore, in my opinion. Uh LeBron James should have won it plenty of times, but they didn't give him a chance to win it. I feel like the league just became tired of LeBron James. Uh, Stephen Curry, he won. He was the last one to win back to back. James Harden should win it back to back, but I believe uh, I believe that Giannis will beat him out. But in my opinion, uh, James Harden is the MVP of the league. Um, but it, it is crazy, man. It, it was a hard decision to make because Giannis is so dominant, man. He's probably the most dominant player in our league right now. Like he's so dominant, it's like you know what he's gonna do. He's not really a shooter. He can shoot from time to time if he gets hot, but he he you know that he's gonna go into the paint. You know what he wants to do. He's gonna back you down, spin off your euro step, dunk. Like it's it's crazy. You know what he's gonna do, and you just cannot stop that man. It's it's really crazy. Uh, shout out to Giannis because he's he's really having an amazing season. I do want. James Harden to win it this year. I do know that Giannis is going to win it maybe two or three times in his career. At least he's he's going to become the best player in, the, in this league. Uh, I give him two years, and he'll be the best player in this league because he has a crazy work th- work ethic as well. But definitely this year, I, I do want it to go to James Harden. And um, I guess, I mean, yeah, that's, that's my award race for right now at the moment you know i'm a, I'm gonna put you guys on to you know talk about more uh my next coming up show I'm probably gonna talk about the dark horses in the n b a uh which means you know the the players who's coming up slowly and who's being overshadowed because of the team's success or, or things of that nature or you might not know of him too much but I'm definitely gonna start talking about the dark horses in my next episode, and um, I'm gonna talk about who I believe is gonna win the finals and things of that nature. There's a lot to come with the show. Uh, just stay tuned. Thank you for tuning in, guys. You know, I know you was on the, you know, sitting here on the bench with me. It's time to get back to real life. So go out there, my starters, and do what you gotta do. But just remember, you gotta come right back here to the bench and listen. Here, yeah? all right, holla.